0: The Rambam and the end of the laws of Malachim, which is the last laws in the Sefer of the Yad HaKazoka. So he writes as follows. There's first few words in the Rambam that the Rebbe doesn't quote over here. Uh, and the Rebbe will quote them at the end after his test in which the Rebbe is going to Bring the explanation is going to bring the beginning of the luchos of the Rambam. As you can see, uh, I thought I had the yeah in the Rambam the uh, the first uh, lines is Hamelach Hamashiach lamid Lamed Ula'ach Zemachus Beis David LiYoshna going to bring it back, but the Rebbe quotes here from the uh, from the Rambam. The Raman writes like this, mi that's Bin Mashiach. Anyone who doesn't believe in Mashiach, or one who does not anticipate and wait for him to come, for Mashiach to come. Loi Bishar Binviar Nivim Bil Vatu Koifir is not just denying the other prophets. You know that the topic of Mashiach is discussed at great length in the various different and the Prophets. So it's obvious if one doesn't believe in Mashiach that he would be denying that which is written, that which is has been said by the Prophets. But the Rambam says not only is he denying if he doesn't believe Mashiach is coming, doesn't wait for Mashiach, Not only is he denying that which is written in the other prophets, but rather he's also denying the Torah and Moshe, our teacher. Why? Because the coming of Mashiach is actually in the Torah, which was given to us by Moshe Rabbeinu. The Torah testifies upon him because the Torah says, the Posik says, that God will return. So that's the Posik in Parshah The Torah talks about over there, then you will return. The possek says, V'shov Hashem ulikecha shvuzcha V'nichamecha God will bring back your return. V'shov V'kibetzcha mekola amim He will gather you from all the nation. Asher hafizcha Hashem shamo That God has scattered you over there. So the possek itself says that Hashem will bring you back. Shav Hashem ulikecha shvuzcha So that's the First, proof that the Rambam brings that the Torah talks clearly about the coming and the ingathering of the people going back to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem will bring you back and return you to Eretz Yisrael. And that's one of the tasks of Mashiach to bring back as we'll see later on, in this posseh, it doesn't say that Mashiach will bring back. As you see in the posseh, it says, Vishov Hashem al How Hashem al is going to do it doesn't say in this posseh. So the Rambam continues further to bring uh, another, other pesukim. Well, Akhrezeh, Mamshich. Then the Rambam continues. If you look at the Rambam, the Rambam writes, First, he says, uh, By the way, this is a copy of the Rambam in the version of Taimon. It's a little bit different than the uh, standard version that we have. It's, this is just for uh, purposes of uh, references. So uh, this is a, uh, uh, just meant for that. So, so the Rambam writes, now, the Rebbe admits these few lines, which the Rebbe is going to explain later on, and after that it says So the Rambam goes on to uh, say that uh, this is also. Shiach's coming is also in this section, and the portion of Bilam, this was said. By the way, oh, throughout the Sikha, you'll see every every detail of the Rambam is explained, why it says the Parshish Bilam, and how the Rambam references to it, but we'll go slowly, a little bit at a time. So then the Rambam continues and says, Nemar, but also in this section of Bilam, it says, and the Rambam says, Vishom niba over there, in that section of the portion, Bilam, Bilom prophesies about the two anointed ones, which is, B'mashiach David, the first anointed one. Anointed one means that they were anointed with the special Shemen habishcha So the Melech is Nimshach, is anointed. So David Melech was Nimshach. And same thing is Mashiach will be nimshach, that's why he's called Mashiach, Mashiach Hashem, an Anointed One. So the Pashas Bilam talks about the two Anointed Ones, the first Anointed One, the first Mashiach, who David, he saved the Yidden from their enemies, those who oppressed them. And then also the later anointed one, Mashiach, Sidkenu, who is going to stand up from the children of David, a descendant of David, who is going to save the eden at the end. Various different gears over here. We're not going to go into the horrors right now. It's enough to deal with the Knim itself. But over here you have a lot of the footnotes uh, also explaining every uh, word, some of them, the different Kisviyad, the censor change some things as the Rebbe discusses here in the others. And then the Rambam brings down, specifically explaining how the Psukim over there in the Parshas Bilam and there is discussed there. So that in the parsha's Bilam, just to have a reference over here, uh, this is talking about in the end after uh, Bilom tried to curse the Bnei Yisrael and he could not. So finally, at the end, before he leaves, Bilam says to Boloch, la'abi, and let me tell you what's going to happen at the end of days. And he goes through, and uh, then he says, we're going to basically translate this one POSUK, POSUK at Zion, that Avov is going to ring down over here. And it seems to be a duplicate. Everything in the POSUK is said basically twice. He says, at Ennu, I see him. That is referring to the following POSUK. In the POSUK, I see him, the savior of the Yidden that is david and Mojav. so Dorach kairo from Yaakov, is that david so that star from yakov is referring to david and the second part become shavit me Yisrael, a rule from is the hamelach hamashiach this is the king mashiach and then further in the prophecy U'Mochats pasay moyov he will crush the pasay moyov that david that refers to david but who who says that because we say in the There's the posse says this is talking about David that he smith he measured them by the rope. So basically we see that David is the one that that which he prophesies came true as we see in the Navi that he actually was mochats Pasim, Yachesmayav. And then when he further prophesies that he will humiliate all the bnei Shays, we see that that's Zaha Melacha Mashiach. That's already the Kolbane Shays is Melacha Mashiach. Because by Mashiach, the Pasik says, shenamar as the Pasik and Zacharia, Padik test, Yud. Says um yom yom, that he will dominate from sea to sea, that means basically the entire world. Then, further, the Pasuk says, Eden will be inherited, that is going to take place by David. And as the Rebbe is going to take place, these four details in these four psukim of Mashiach and David, David, Mashiach, in this fear, how they exactly those are the impacts on the Yidden, on the world. On the, uh, on the Adam, as we'll see later on in the end of the Sikha. So, Zed David, it says, We're going to so show over here. We have evidence from the Posek later on in Shmuel the Posek Vav over there. Over there, it says that Adam is going to be for David for Avodim. So, therefore, we see that this Adam Yeresha took place by David. And when finally it says, uh, That is referring to the Melech HaMashiach. They will go up as when they'll be saved on the Mount of Tzien, and they're uh, going to do So basically the uh, P'sukim all go on David and Mashiach. So the first issue the Rebbe wants to know if we're trying to bring evidence from the Torah that we talk about Mashiach, the Rambam didn't need to really go into all these specific details. Uh, he could, uh, explaining the Pesukim, which goes here there, that's not usually what the Rambam does. The Sefer of the Yad, of the Rambam, is a Sefer which Gives us laws, rulings, the halokha. As the Rambam writes in his introduction of the Sefer Yad, in the end of the introduction, he says that this is a Sefer of halochas. This is not a, an expounding on the verse of the Torah or similar, that's not what the Yad of the Rambam is, the Rambam explains, brings down the halochas, the laws. So so we need to understand. Seems like the Rambam is trying to prove from these that the belief in Mashiach's coming is from the Torah. In order for the Rambam to prove his ruling. That whoever doesn't believe in Mashiach isn't just denying is not just denying but he's actually denying he's actually contradicting the Torah and Moshe so in order to prove this halacha from the speak it would have been sufficient had he just written that in addition to what he had quoted before from the Parshish Nitzvah, and the and Hashem will bring you back. So in addition, he could have said that also in the posturing of Bilom Ne'amar, Osder, Meshom Nibo B'Meshiach HaAkharim Mi Mibono, and over there he prophesized about the Late the the last Mashiach who is going to be standing up from the seed from the children of David who is going to help the Eden at the end. So that's all the Rambam had to say basically that we find that in the prophecy of Bilom, that there is over there that he's going to redeem us. Now, we would know already that. What he's talking about, just by saying that it prophesized by Mashiach, it says in the Parshas uh, Bilam. We know which is the Parshas Bilam we're talking about within the Parshas Balak, which is the whole story of Bilam. We would know already without even having to references of bringing the Psukim. We know which verses he's talking about, the verses of the Nebuah, which begins as Chalosim here. He they start over. that the people will do to your nation at the end of days. Uh, basically, if you look in the uh in the Pasuk, it says in the Bilam. he starts off over there by saying, uh, let me tell you what's gonna happen. And there he tells him at so we would figure out where the Rambam, even if the Rambam did not bring the actual verses, we would figure out on our own where the Rambam is talking about because it says in the posseh, it starts off, and we're talking about what's going to happen. And that should have been sufficient. He didn't have to say which Posik it is. He just says that the Parsif Bilam talks about Mashiach Ahre. Why does he have to prolong in the details of the evidence that in this that so we're talking about the two Mashiachs. Why is that important to go through that? And, and the Raman goes in the details on whom each part of the Pesach is hinting to goes through which is, goes on David and which goes on Mashiach. All the details. Why is that necessary? The says even if we'll say okay he wanted to tell you exactly the Pesukim, but still he doesn't have to bring all the details of who's what. Even if the intention is to articulate very clearly which Pesukim he's talking about. So we could, maybe it would have been sufficient if he would have brought He could have brought just the first posik. And the last posik that he is discussing, which discusses Mashiach, she's <speaking in> can <Bible> say in the verses, <speaking in the Bible> etc. and that's all these two psukim without going into the whole arichas of the exponent. In Ois Beis, the Rebbe continues to bring and build a case that the Rambam is trying to convey over here that believing in Mashiach, part of it is believing that David was and Mashiach will come and bring back that which was by David. The Rebbe's case, the Rebbe is building here by showing that all the Arichas, as the Rebbe discussed in Perich Aleph, in Ois Aleph that you see that the Rambam is not just bringing the Pesukim but rather he evidence as there is evidence but he goes through the Pesukim the Rebbe will continue noise Ois Beis to show that the Rambam's intent over here is not just to prove that we find in the Torah the concept of. Mashiach, that Mashiach is coming is from the Torah, but specifically that this is connected with David the Mashiach. But what is what is this about that? Which is what well, the Rebbe's point. Let's look inside. Base. Oise base. From the fact that the Rambam adds evidence, he brought one evidence from the Pasuk of Nitzavim Vehe. And then he adds the proof that also in the Parshis Bilam is written. So he is not satisfied. Even though previous, before this proof from Bilam, he already brought evidence for the Concept in general, the Rambam brings evidence, as he says, "quote, because the Torah testifies on Mashiach, she God will return the Shavu'cha." And the Rambam adds, "mashma." So then it appears who can move him in And as also, as understood, just from reading the language of the simple reading in the language of the Rabbam that bilom, that these verses that he quotes from the post- portion of Bilom he's mainly bringing them Loy he's not just bringing another proof evidence about the coming of Mashiach which is Gu'las that we will be redeemed from the golos but he wants, he has something else in mind here. The Rambam brings it Elogam. He also has in mind, not just another place in the Torah where we discuss Mashiach, when Mashiach is brought down, but also Shaniba that over there, he also there he tested, he prophesied about the two Mashiachs, the Mashiach Harish and Shu David Khulu, the first Mashiach, which is David. And the last Mashiach, who is going to be from his descendant. So the Rabbam is bringing down this to talk about, to show us that there is the two Mashiachim that are involved over here. That's why he details and he explains the verses to show us the exact two uh, mashiachim, which is important to the Rambam. So how do we know that he's talking about the two mashiachim? So he has to detail. But the Rambam is coming to tell us that there is a prophecy in the third about the two mashiachim. not just that there is evidence that Mashiach will come, but that there is two mashiachim that we're talking about. So while we understand why the Rambam would want to bring another proof, because in the first Pesach, it doesn't say that there's going to be Mashiach. Chlal, it just says, Hashem will bring you back. So we want to bring a Pesach that talks about Mashiach, that there's a person who's going to be the anointed one, who's going to redeem and We can understand that. But why? what is the purpose in the Rambam telling us that there were two Mashiachim? There's a Mashiach, a But that alone needs explanation. So we understand that Amam is trying to do, tell us that there's two Mashiach in here, that's why he's bringing the posse. We understand that he brings the evidence from the Pesukim. He wants to tell us about the concept itself, about Mashiach. So yes, loimar. So we can say why he wants to bring additional proof. the Posik, that God will return. In return, loy Nemar. In that Posik, it doesn't say That's gonna be through Mashiach. maybe I'm a So that's why the, the amba brings us evidence from them. The Torah says specifically, that the prophecy of Bilaam, the prophecy was Melech Not just Hashem will take us out of Golas and bring us back to throne but there's Melech King Mashiach. So we understand why the Rambam would need additional proof and is not satisfied with the posseg of Nitzvim, of the Shav Hashem Melekeho. But why? Why is it? How does it connect to this proof of the Torah? Al-Vis HaMashiach, the Rambam, the Shavai, that there is no only in the Mashiach, but also in David. Not only did he prophesy by the later Mashiach, but also by David, Mashiach HaRish. So why why is that he wants to bring a proof? as should say that he talked about Mashiach over there. Why by the two Mashiach? What does he what does that have to do with anything? Ubefrat especially bariches he does it at length. The Rambam, the Farish, Kol he explains all the details of the languages in the Pesukim. David which are talking about King David, which are talking about King Mashiach. Why is this? All necessary. In Ayis Gimel, the Rebbe will suggest that maybe one can say that the reason why the Rambam brings down about the two Mashiach, that is to bring more evidence that this is really going to happen, since we see that the psukim. That talk about Mashiach also talk about David and by David it happens so that will increase our belief in Mashiach but as the Rebbe brings out that that couldn't be the only uh, the Rambam brings it down just to be machazik the Amunah but it seems like in the whole idea of the Rambam the Rambam wants to say that there has to be the belief in the two Mashiachim as uh that as the Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside. it would seem that we could say, Shatam Rambam that the reason why the Rambam also brings proof, also on the fact that Bilom prophesized about two Mashiach, Also, about the first Mashiach, which is David, who saved the Yidn. Why is that important to the Rambam, to bring evidence for that, to bring that in? Because, why would it seem, how is it connect that we believe in the coming of Mashiach That also David is called Mashiach just as the Melech Mashiach. And the Rambam emphasizes it. To the extent we say about both. With the two Mashiach. Why is that important to the Rambam to say? What, What is it? So we can say as follows. Knowing about the first Mashiach, knowing about David, is important because that touches, that connects to the belief in the coming of Mashiach, and it strengthened it. Once we know that the idea of Mashiach, it's not a new item. Because there already was the first Mashiach, which is David, who saved the Yidden from the hands of their enemies. So once we know that, this adds strength in the belief that also the future there will come a Mashiach who to So bra So basically we're bringing down Mashiach Rishon, we're bringing down David as support to give force to the belief in the coming of Mashiach because already he was. And the Reverend brings down Al-Derech Chazal, this would be similar to the evidence of our sages of blessed memory Al-Tchiyas Gomorrah, Sanhedrin, Sanhedrin, Sadeg discusses over the year that the, 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 the rabbi said, proved, and he says, and they were challenging and saying, how could the, if the living die, how do you say that the die will be living? So he told them, Ad-Rabbi, he said, how do we prove that he is amazing he says, those who were not around, never, will live. It's a mistake. It has to be the havi, not a rage. The havi, it's a, a typo. The Haviyu, those that were alive, for sure will become alive. He says, if people who were never around live, so people that were around for sure should live. So that means to say, The same thing is that this is what happened since the ready was there already. It was through David HaMelech. That means for sure it's going to happen again. That would be in concept, but more so because in that same prophecy, he discusses the two parts of the Pesach. One discusses David, the other discusses Mashiach. So just like the first part took place, the part of David, the same thing we have, Proof that the same thing will take place by Mashiach. Or a little different. As it's written, brought down in the Mephorshim. And that's in the Kirya Sefer Leharam that that brings down in the Hora. So he explains. That the key she al-dvar shnei Namar since in the same prophecy, we talk about the two Mashiachs, just as the portion of the prophecy, as it pertains to the first Mashiach, which is David, who saved the yidn from the hands of their enemies. So that came true. came that came true. So that way, for sure, the prophecy will be fulfilled about the last Mashiach who is going to stand up from the seed of the children, the descendants of Mashiach, who's going to help the Yidna the end. So, according to the way this is explained, that we from the fact that. Same posse, same prophecy. This is similar. Rabbi doesn't bring it down over here, but it's similar to the story at the end of Machis with uh, Rabbi Akiva that he says that until he didn't see one prophecy fulfilled, he wasn't sure about the second one. And now that that is fulfilled, so now he's sure. So basically, this is one prophecy and that's why this adds confidence in the coming of Mashiach, as we see that part of the prophecy has been fulfilled, so the other prophecy will be fulfilled as well. But the Rebbe says that's not really fit in the reasoning that the Rambam should just bring it down to add confidence. I will move on, but it's understood. Shekoshe lefarish. it's difficult to explain. Shezehu kol hatam, this is the entire reasoning for bringing it down. Because when the Rambam brings these Pesukim, his intent is not, as you see, he's not just saying of here, that he's bringing a proof evidence that the King Mashiach will for sure come, so he's bringing down these psukim to prove to us that Mashiach will come. Elo He brings down these psukim as he says to evidence that about Mashiach is written in the Torah, and therefore umizeh because it's written in the Torah. As he started off, mamin boy, one who doesn't believe in Mashiach or one who doesn't wait for him to come, not only in the other Nibim he denies, but in Torah of Meshach But this, again, this is a type of it should be, so basically, the proof of the Rambam here from the Psukim is not to bring us confidence in the coming of Mashiach, but as the Rambam writes, to bring evidence that it is written in the Torah. So in Cain, in that case, since we're trying to say that this is the coming of Mashiach, why is it, why is it important over here that he prophesied by the two Mashiachs? Also in the first Mashiach, which is David. Why is that important to know? We only have to know that we have to believe in the Mashiach that is going to come. We're not discussing Mashiach. When he goes through the Fadish, specifically he goes and he explains the four languages that are duplicated on these verses. that The duplication the first ones, the Intent is the first Mashiach, which is David, bishneim, and then the second of the duplications, is the Mashiach HaAchim. We're talking about the Mashiach HaAchim. All this, again, I'm giving it what the Rebbe is going to prove from this, that part of believing in Mashiach is to believe that this Mashiach will come and fulfill that which was by the Mashiach, by David, as we read in the caption of the to tell us that the kingdom of David will come back and the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs. And therefore, it is part and parcel of the belief of Mashiach, as the Rebbe will explain later on. The Rambam moves on now in Halacha, in the Rebbe, in Oiz Dalet moves on now to the next Halacha in the Rambam. After we just completed Explaining the aloha of the questions. that Rambam brings down in aloha bay is that when we talk about these cities of refuge, the Pesach says over there, that when Hashem will widen your territory. So then you need to add additional three cities of refuge over the three that you've already had there was never and there was never they added it through these three uh, additional cities, so when is it talking about the Pasek? Pasek is just talking about something which didn't happen it says Hashem doesn't say it in vain basically it means that it had to happen so the only thing we can happen is by Mashiach and the Rambam just concludes here, the abeiz, Abu so here we had to scratch, like a proof here, a proof there, from different places, Abu but when we talk about the words of the prophets, we need no evidence, sfarim, aleim, all the Svarim are filled from this item. So here you see something interesting that the proof over here, the third proof, the Rambam writes, on but the Two proofs of before that when he brings first that the prosik and then the second prosik that he says are all placed in halocha aleph. And over here, this proof from the Miklot, the Rambam writes in halocha base. Why, if each proof needs its own halocha. We should have a separate halacha for the proof from the posik of Bilam as well. Let's look inside. Dalit. As a follow up, the Rambam writes, but in our own halacha, this is halacha based, that I've mikla to says, "In and also about it says, that when Hashem, if Hashem will widen your territories, you should add three more cities. Again, a lot of misprints over here. pastor pastory on the top over here. And there was never such an item. Hashem would not have instructed in vain. Must be Mashiach will come and Will at that point will add those cities, so that's another evidence for the coming of Mashiach. The Hine Yodua, it's known, it's also the way the Rambam divides the halachas is exact. So, we need to understand why does the Rambam bring this evidence in its own halacha? This is a halacha base. And not in the previous aloha together with the other two proofs which are from the Torah. So these are to be a third raya from the Torah. And bring it together over there. If you if it's fitting that each evidence from the sukim needs its own halacha. So then he should have written also the proof from the portion of Bilam. So then he should have written also the proof from the portion of he specifically referencing the source of also the proof the of he uses the source of the 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 cities of Refish. Why didn't he say the Parshish Shreftim? I have the Parshish Shreftim. Aderach Mashekos, if it is ever Parshish Bilom. Parshish Bilom and Bolag, that's the, that's the Parshish. The, the, the. Over here, he should have said Parshish Shreftim. Why does it say Boreh Miklach? So this is the question that the Rebbe asks on Aloha base in the Rambam, in this Peric. In Oiz say. The Rebbe goes back to explain another aspect, or to ask another aspect in the language that the Rambam uses in describing uh, David and Mashiach by calling them the Shnei Mashiachim. Mashiach Mashiach means anointed one isn't a a specific uh, quality of David's, uh, why does he use the Lashash uh, name Mashichim? Shaul Amalek was also anointed one. So, what is the Rambam trying to do too? So, if he wants to bring down those that were anointed, it's not necessarily David, it could be Shaul also. If he wants to bring down what happened in the beginning and at the end, instead of David and Mashich, he should bring Moshe and Mashiach, because Moshe and Mashiach have more seemingly connection than David and Mashiach. So what's the Rambam? The Rebbe is, is pressing and trying to show that the David is a important part that the Rambam is trying to say. Let's look inside. Hey, Gam we also need to understand the language, specific language that the Rambam uses is Bishnei, Hamashikim, the two meshikim. Khan, what is it important to hear? That it's Meshikim. Davke nikar And why is we called the Two Meshikus? And why is David called Mashiach? Two meshichim seems like it's mashiach Sid and David, but it's not it's not the case. Shahare Kishem. Just like David was Nimshach with the Shemana Mishcha Bikaren, as the Gemara says in Megillah Dalid Aleph with that with the uh with the vessel, and Venikra Meshiach Hashem, and he's called a anointed by Hashem. Kane, Ze Kmu Kane leaf neze Nimshach Shahobach. Cool. Again, there's a typos, a lot of typos over here. Uh it's also Nimshach so he was also anointed not with the Karen, but he was nimshek with the pach, with the jok he too is referred to as Mashiach Hashem in the Pesukim as the Rebbe quotes in note 27 so we're saying the mashiachim. David is not unique in that if the the intent of the Rambam is Shnei, Mashi'i, Israel, to choose two that were helping the one Bereshenu. one was in the beginning, and one was at the end. And want to bring the parallel between the beginning and the end. Yaser, Moshe but it would be fitting more to be Moshe Rabbeinu to He was the first one who redeemed them. Mashiach will be the last redeemer. They both saved the him from Golos. So if we want to bring down two, it would be more, rather than David and Mashiach, it would be Mashiach. Mashiach and David. David did not take them out of, of Golos. He was the king. And the never says, just to point out that even, that also, as far as their levels of prophecy, that Mashiach is greater than all the prophets, that would mean that he is on a very high level or a level closer to Moshe Rabbeinu, even than David. Or like he writes in the uh, Sefer Ayad, and that's in Hilchashuba Shuvah, Salah Bayz. The Navi called the he's a great prophet, he's almost close to Mashiach. Bainu. David, as opposed to David, we don't find that. And, uh, it wasn't as a Navi, right, brings down the references, wasn't as a Navi as great as, as Mashiach. And therefore, if the Rambam was looking to say there's two, the beginning and the end, it would be more appropriate to bring Mashiach. So what's going on here? The Rambam is bringing here the David. David is a key to this whole idea over here of believing in Mashiach. In Ois Vov, the Rebbe moves on to ask several questions in Halakha Gimel. In Halakha Gimel, in the Rambam, the Rambam continues and it says, "Al al Don't enter your mind that King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs, miracles, to come up with new things in the world or to resurrect, make the dead living, and similar to this as the fools say, this isn't true, Rabbi Akiva was a great sage of the sages of the Mishnah, and he would be carrying the vessels, meaning he followed him of Ben Koziva, the king, And he would say about Ben Koziva that he is King Mashiach. And he, Rabbi Akiva, and also all the sages of his generation, imagined for Ben Koziva to be the King Mashiach. Or until, unfortunately he was killed because of the sin and once he was killed, then it was Known, we found out that he wasn't Mashiach. But while he was assumed to be Mashiach, the Chachomim didn't ask for him, no proof and no evidence. So far, so good. Rambam explains. All of a sudden, the Rambam brings in another point over here, which seems, What's the connection? And then the Rambam says, The main principle that is as follows. That the Torah that we have, our Torah, our Torah, the laws, the rules do never change for eternity. We don't add to them, we don't take away of them, they stay as it is. If you should add or you should take away, or one who interprets, shows a face in the Torah, meaning, a misinterpretation for hoi tzia dvorim shall mitzvus mipshutam, and you take out of the mitzvus that they're not literally. The Rish says to put on tefillin. You say it means something figuratively. How does it? By badoi or mebadai by rosham apikores. I think the lotion of there's badoi rosham apikores, and all the things. So how does this connect to uh the fact that the Rambam starts off? They didn't ask from him. It almost seems like the Rabbam is saying, if they would ask for him an Isa so that would be something going against the Torah, and that's being regal upon the, Gala of the Torah. That's why the Rabbam writes it. Let's look inside. Understand this by explaining several in the two following Allah's. after the that the Rabbi explained that the Rabbi questioned the different question. In the in the third, Malachah Rambam writes, "Don't enter your mind that the King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs and miracles." to make new things in the world, or to resurrect the dead, or similar matters. it's not true. because Rabbi didn't. Ask for proofs, commission. maybe as he brings the proof, and he concludes that the sages did not ask, not a sign and not a proof. So the Rambam says, so What is the main principle? The Rambam continues, as follows the laws, the statutes. They're forever eternity, we don't add and we don't take away anybody who adds or takes away or he shows a face in Torah, which means we re- the Torah and he takes it out from the simple meaning. He's for sure a makeup, this is a hoax. The so, the So, over here it seems. What's the connection? In the flow, the following of the aloch about the Melach Hamashiach. What we're not supposed to ask the miracle. it says the He continues, "Quote Now this Torah, its laws and its statutes are forever." It would appear, it seems the one who would say that Mashiach needs to do proofs or signs or to come up with matters in the world that would mean that he's adding or taking off the Torah, which would be opposite of not adding to the Torah. that seems like according to the flow what's the connection between the two matters why is uh, asking for a proof going against the Torah. Uh, why would we say that he doesn't have to bring a proof or not? This is also a very harsh language that the Rambam uses here, that if you would ask from the Melech HaMashiach, our and would be going against the Torah. And we see the Rambam addresses how we, uh, how we test the Novi, and in, will Torah, and over there, the Rambam is not so strong about saying that he would be going against the Torah. You say to Mizu, more than this, just to understand really, why is the Rambam saying that if you, that this asking Aisha Meisus would be going against Meisu, Gray the Novi As far as the Rambam writes, that any prophet that will stand up and say, Hashem has sent is not required to make a proof sign as one of the signs that Moshe Rabbeinu did for us. Or like the proofs that Eliyahu had proved and Elisha proved. Over there, yeah, go rain, not go rain. was These are all outstanding change of the way of the world. They proved so we know that Eliyahu was a navi. Elisha was a navi. Moshe Rabbeinu We don't need proofs uh, proof for a uh, navi. How do we have proof the proof of a navi? If he says matters that are going to happen in the future, in the world, and his words will be fulfilled, became truth, then we know that he's a Novi. As the postage says that not a lot of questions of it too much. So, so we see over there he rejects. Over there by the Novi, we're not supposed to challenge him with a miracle which goes against the nature of the world. But yet, he's not as (inaudible) he doesn't conclude as like by us (inaudible) that this is forever and we're not allowed to change it. Doesn't make such a uh, big issue of it to the extent that he makes over here. On the other hand, he does say something. At least it says there that he has to do something of the future. Over here, we don't have that at all. Also over there, he says that the, he doesn't have to uh, prove uh, the, 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 the Mashiach. We're not going to have what he does. Over there, there he does something uh, that Rambam brings down by the Navi. That is, over here, the Rambam doesn't bring this down. So that's what we need to understand in the Haloha Gimel over here.
1: In Haloha Zion, the Rebbe is
0: finally gonna ask the, uh, some on the uh, last uh, Haloha, the fourth Haloha, Haloha dalad in this peric, in which the Rambam talks more about Mashiach, and but the Rambam seems to miss out Talking about some of the greatness of Mashiach that the Rambam himself speaks. It's just a very limited amount that the Rambam mentions here about uh, the level of Mashiach. Why? Aloha Zion. In the following Aloha, after the first three Aloha, this Aloha Dalit, Bilchus Melochim, Mamshech the Rambam continues. If a king, who is from the house of David. studies the Torah and occupies the mitzvahs. as his father David, following the written and the oral Torah, and he's going to force all Yidden to follow the Torah Bitcoin to strengthen it. And he'll wage the wars of Hashem. He is assumed to be Mashiach. If he did so and he succeeded. Again, there is a lot of typos, another typo here. And he built the Mikdash in its place, and he gathered those who were uh, pushed away, the Israel that were far away. After doing all that, and he will correct the entire world. And Rambam continues there till the end of the page So we need to understand, kam. How come the Rambam doesn't mention here, and also not in the whole chapter, the great greatnesses, the advantages that we describe the King Mashiach over here, it's missing seemingly. The Rambam says he will learn Torah, he'll do mitzvahs and he'll wage wars. As the Rambam himself writes elsewhere, in the Sefer Ayad, that he'll be Balchok He'll be more wisdom, more than Shloima. and he's a great prophet, almost close to Meshiabenu. Okay, now Sif Sifhei. I said earlier at the end of Sifhei. So why is it that Rambam talks about Moshe, about Mashiach, and he doesn't feel? important to mention about the in Ches, the Rebbe begins the explanation and all the points the Rebbe is going to bring out that it takes a king the Jewish king is what brings the wholesomeness in Torah and that's why the Rambam writes, the Rebbe explains the laws of Malachim at the end, even though the mitzvah to appoint a king in order, chronicle order should have been earlier, because this is the ultimate way to fulfill the Torah mitzvahs with a king. Let's look inside. Ches, and Rabbi we can say the explanation of this, by first introducing Masharambam, Rambam, siddra that the Rambam organized, the laws of Malachim, or um, Milchame Seyem, or you Milchames. These are different ways to heading what is the actual heading of the Rambam. Uh, is it Milchame Seyem or Milchames? Why did he organize it at the conclusion and at the end of his sefer Yad? The Lecharia would seem, would appear, if you say the Rasmanim, according to the order of times that we should follow chronological. Hilchus, Melochim, the Rambam writes in the beginning of the laws of Melochim, that sholish mitzvahs, Yisrael, there were three mitzvahs that the Jewish people were instructed as they entered the land, limnesh lehammelech, to appoint a king, kulu l'achrizari shal and to destroy the seed of Amalek, and to build the chosen house, to build the Beis Amikdosh, So according to that, So the Rambam should have seemingly organized the laws of Melochim a lot before in the Sefer of the Yad. So we can say therefore the Rebbe explains. The fact that the Rambam organized it in the end. Of the Sefer of the Yad, the Sefer Halachas, which is the laws of Halachas, Harei Umadish. He emphasizes that what is the wholesomeness of observance of Torah and Halacha? Naseh B'shoshi Yashin lochim happens when there is kings. This is also simply understood. shleimus, We understand why a king will bring in wholesomeness because. When is the wholesomeness of the fulfillment of all the mitzvahs and the laws of Torah? We need a king over all yidn. Shall Through the king, we can fulfill the mitzvah of to wage the wars for Hashem, which is the hachrizare shalamulik to destroy, to cut off the seed of Amalek, we need the Melchames Hashem, we need a Melech, we also mitzvah the mitzvah to build the mitzvah we need a king and we need the mitzvah in order to do mitzvah all the mitzvah only then can we do all the laws in the midst of the Torah so when did this actually happen? The Nasa Hidei David In practically, this has taken place through King David. Yisrael. he was king over all of Israel. As we know, the Jewish people later on eventually they split into two kingdoms. But David king over all in Israel, the Yehudah, the ten tribes, and the tribe of Yehudah. Ukavash asar which is gamar u'sleimus the melchamos, the completion of wars, v'Hashem iniyachloy, and the wholesomeness of the war, v'Hashem iniyachloy misaviv mikoloyvav. The pasuk says that Hashem Shmuel base that the Hashem has allowed him to relaxed from all the enemies, through him was the beginning, at least the preparation, the Mesa was actually built by Shloymei, but he was the beginning, and the preparation of the of the binyan structure in Yerushalayim, as the Posseg refers to, this is the house of Hashem, so David HaMelech was talking about the house of Hashem, ki and therefore it was possible to fulfill the Torah and the Mitzvah Mishleim and the Rebbe is going to explain now that this is the definition of Mashiach that Mashiach is to bring back the malchus, so that we can do the mitzvahs in their proper way. But for this, we'll wait to continue in the next class. We will continue now with the second part of the first sikhah from the Dvar Malchus, which uh, the whole community all over the world are studying together to Fulfill the Rebbe's wishes of learning the laws of Mashiach and to kochen and Mashiach. Uh, so we're up to Oistess. In Oistess, the Rebbe began the answer to answer all the various different questions that the Rebbe presented in the beginning of the Sikha. And the Rebbe explained in Oistess that the Rambam placed the laws of Malachim at the end of all the halachas, the last halachas in the Sefer Hayyad because the ultimate to say that to emphasize that the ultimate mitzvahs that he has discussed throughout the entire Sefer when will they come to completion when Mashiach will come and it will be Melachim, when there is Melachim, that's when you can fulfill the Torah fully. So the Melachim is written at the end to say that when there is a Melach, that everything that proceeds in the laws of the Rambam, all the halachas, when could you do them in a full capacity? It's when David HaMelech was a king and that is when the full ability to do all the Torah mitzvahs properly, there is a Beis HaMikdosh, there is in, in Yerushalayim, and you can do all the mitzvahs. And now, in Oy's test, the Rebbe will explain. That the Rambam is telling us over here in Peri the halacha of what it means to believe in Mashiach. You can say you believe, Mashiach will come. But what is Mashiach? What is his coming going to do? What's the purpose? What's the goal of Mashiach? It's more than just saying, Mashiach is going to come, take us out of God, okay? But what else? The Rambam in Halachas over here, in the last Halachas, in Perik Yud Aleph, and Yud Beis, the Rambam is actually defining what it means to believe that Mashiach is going to come. What is he going to do? And basically, what the Rambam is trying to tell us over here, that Mashiach is not going to be some new invention, some new th- thing is going to happen over there. But basically, we had a king whose name was David. And this David, Amalekh, at his time, we were able to keep the mitzvahs. There was a HaMikdosh, there was Corbonis, the Yidden War in Eretz Yisrael, Revi Yishevel, now we can do the Yevul, Shemitus, and, and then unfortunately we lost it because we went into exile so what Mashiach will do he will bring us back and allow us to once again perform Torah and Mitzvah. it's all about the fulfillment of Torah and Mitzvah in a wholesome and a complete way let's look inside Oistez as Hilchas HaMashiach Chiknis Rambam, the laws about Mashiach, the Rambam placed Besiym Sifrei Hayad, in the end of his Sefer of the fourteen U uBesoyf Hilchas Melachim uMelcham Yisayim, and at the end of these laws, in the last laws of Hilchas Melcham uMelcham Yisayim. And the reason the Rambam placed it is Because in this Perik, in this Perakim, the Rambam gives us the definition and what is the idea of Mashiach according to Halacha. We're not just telling you in the Rambam over here the stories, what Mashiach is going to do and what's going to happen, but rather we're telling you what is halachically Mashiach. Haramba Yudalif in chapter 11, the Rambam explained lo irak mashiach not only the coming of Mashiach and the obligation to believe in him. Just say, Mashiach is gonna come. Elogam, but also, ma'u inyen gedrei upu'olosey v'oifun Hisgalusei. What is the definition? What is he gonna do? And how is he gonna be revealed? So once we know the definition, what he is, and therefore we will know in what does it express. We have an obligation to believe in him. What are we believing in him? Well, now we know. We're believing in him that whatever the definitions are, as we're going to see, the definitions of returning the kingdom of David back to its place. That means we're believing in Mashiach. That Mashiach will come and bring everything back so that the Torah and can be done the And this is the Rambam's intent in the beginning of the period The Rambam writes, That the King Moshiach is destined to stand up and to bring back, to reestablish David's kingdom to its old, to its first dominance, to its first kingdom. Mashiach is bringing it back to what it was. And he will build the Mikdash, this is all the Lashon of the Rammam. So he will build the Mikdash, which is a necessary component of doing the Mitzvahs properly. He will bring in the gathering of Israel, which is another necessary component for doing the Mitzvahs properly. So in the days, and his days of Mashiach, the laws will come back. The laws that we lost during Golos are going to come back. Keshahoyu, as, Mikedem, as they were before. Before we went into Golos. Before we lost the Memshola of David, of David, the Machos David Memshola. Which is what? What's going to happen? What's coming back? Makriv korbanis, we will be able to bring the offerings. the sin in the And we make a mistake again. It's over uh, here. Test supposed to be shmitin, yoyvlois. We do the shmitin yoyvlois, which depends on having all the yidden in Eretz Yisrael. As the mitzvah, all of the mitzvah, as it is written in the Torah. What is the Rambam writing here? This is not just telling us a. Tale, what is Mashiach going to do? What's going to take place in the times of Mashiach? The Mashiach is going to gather them and the Mashiach is going to build the base of just telling you what's going to happen. No. but rather this is the halocha, which is hageder the Who? What is the definition of Mashiach? is David that he brings back he restores david's kingdom to its old to its first dominance its first ruling he brings back basically he's bringing back something the He's not coming. You not know, he's going to stand up to accomplish something new. He's only here to bring back something we already had. How does the bringing back going to take place? In practically speaking, in practically speaking It expresses itself that through building the Mikdash in its place, gathering all those that have been pushed away all over, bringing them back from Golus to Eretz Yisrael. That's what he's going to do. And because he's going to do that, we'll come to the principal goal of Mashiach to bring back the Memshola of David and Melech so we can do the mitzvahs properly. And therefore, by building the we will come to the goal and to the intent of the and all of the laws in the days of Mashiach will come back. We'll be able to observe the laws just like as they were Beforehand, makrivim karbones. You can read the karbones, and you do the shmitim ve'yevlus kichol mitzvahs amura as the mitzvah, all of the mitzvahs, it's written in the Torah in the most perfect way. Shezeh kosher, How could we do the Torah in the most perfect way? Zeh kosher in kibetz nitchei yisrael. This is connected to gathering all those who are chased away from Israel. When you will have all Yidin on the land, that's connected. That's when we can do Shemitim v'yeblis. So we can do, we need the Beis HaMikdash, we need the Shemitim v'yeblis. High news, that is, All matters that we were lacking in our observance of Torah and because they were lacking in the wholesomeness of all Yidin being in Eretz Yisrael and having the Beis amigdash. We were lacking. So that's why we didn't have it anymore. Shazoh That's generally, we talk about golus. What is golus? Golus is no Beis amigdash, and the Yidin are scattered all over in golus. So, nishlomim, they will be made up. Complete idea of Mashiach. Bezehu Mashiach, Machzir. This is what it means that Mashiach will return. Malchus David L'Yoshta. He'll bring it back to its old state. And all the laws will return. He is going to bring back the wholesomeness of the da'alochas and mitzvahs. And the Rebbe adds to the bracket now that that becomes part of the that we say of believing in Mashiach. It makes a difference in what we believe in Mashiach. That we have to believe in Mashiach. We have to believe not just that he's going to come, but that he's going to come and bring things back because this becomes... Part of the goal of Mashiach. We can say that this is also a difference in halacha Relative to believing in Him, and we also need to know what needs to be if we're waiting for Him to come. We're waiting for Him to come. What are we waiting for to come? Since that's what the Rambam writes in Aluchet to tell us, since this is the definition of Mashiach, then therefore the belief is Not only will he come to redeem the yidn from Golus, Min but also you believe in, in Mashiach Shu Malchus David quoting the Rambam, believe in him that he's going to return the Malchus David Yoshna, the kingdom of David to its old state, and all the Mishpatim will return. So basically, with Rebbe mechadish over here, that the Rambam is out to tell us in this period over here, the definition, what Mashiach is, so we have a good understanding what we are supposed to believe in, and what is the Goal. So it's not enough just to believe that Mashiach will come but we have to believe that he's going to bring back the Malchus Bezdovid Li Yishnam. Alzeh maybe Rambam Rayer. So now on this the Rambam brings a Rayer. That Mashiach not only is going to come but he's going to bring back all the laws to the way they were in the beginning is a restoration of the kingdom of David. Where do we know that Mashiach will come and bring back Torah in its wholesomeness? As the Rambam writes, quote, the Rambam just said to bring the kingdom of David back to its old state, so that all the halochas will come back. And the proof for it, because the Torah testifies, emphasis that is the Torah that, that testifies, that means that it's part of Torah, It's the Shlemus in Torah. The Torah itself says that this will take place. In these proofs, we have two details. First, the Rambam brings the first posseh from Pasha Snetsovim. God will bring back, return. The what do we see from that Pasik? We don't see it that it's Mashiach is doing it. We don't see it that it's going to go back of Mashiach's job is to go back and restore the kingdom of David. But we do say that do see that from there that there is going to be the allowance for the restoration, because there will be Mizon From this we know that there will be a gathering for those who were pushed away of Israel, meaning those who were in Golos. Once we know that we are going to be gathered in Eretz Yisrael, that all of the Yidn will come back, that's a situation which allows for the kingdom of Beis David and to do all the mishpatim. We can't do that if we don't have all the hidden returned from Golos. Hakiyum, the Hilchus of Mitzvah, Torah. Now we can fulfill the laws and the Mitzvahs, the commands of the Torah, that have been Nullified, that have been disrupted through the exile of the Jewish people. So now we bring them back. So now we are able to restore. The second Rambam continues, Abba Parsis Bilam, to tell us, Nemar, also in the portion of Bilam over there, it says that the Rambam is going to prove the second point that it is Mashiach's job to restore the kingdom of David. So there, it's written Bashis Bilonamar Bishom Nibo Vishnea Mishikim over there. He prophesizes, Bilom prophesizes about the two Mashiachim. The first Mashiach, which is David, Shah Israel he is the one that helped the yidden from their oppressors and also he, he prophesizes about the last Mashiach who will be standing up from the children this seed of David he is the one that is going to help them at the end at the end after so what do we see from here these are the words quoting from the Rambam that I never quoted. So, what do we know from this part that the Rambam brings down from the psukim of the Novider? This, that it's going to be through Mashiach. That whole, in the first possible, we don't know that it's Mashiach. Now we know that we're talking about Mashiach, but we also know that Vinyone Shal HaMashiach. What is the idea? What's the concept of Mashiach? Who? To bring back. Malchus David. To bring back. And restore David's kingdom. To its old status. To its first dominance. The way it was. Which means. Who? Mashiach HaAchrech. He is the last Mashiach. What means Ahren? Meha From the first. The last meaning from the first. Which means Mashiach Harisheshu David. He is the Ahren of David. He is restoring. He is the last taking the place from the Rishana. And the proof of it is as he continues. Because over there the Pasik says and if you look at the passage in the prophecy of of Bilam, that all the details that war that took place by the first Mashiach, which is David, will also be by the last Mashiach. Means it restores all the details. Match up the Mashiach. The king of Mashiach, this is the King Mashiach. And that is goes through all the steps from David's kingdom through his success in the end. Same thing is with Mashiach HaAchre. So it starts. This prophecy goes through the beginning of the revelation of Mashiach, um his governments. Until the wholesomeness that eventually what he will accomplish that he will crush the Pasimoyev and the similar process, the similar steps will go through with Mashiach the similar would be by Mashiach it says kol which is at the end, that also he, Mashiach will humiliate all the Bnei Sheis as David was and also, finally, after that, the Pasik says, that Rambam quotes, that the inheritance of Adam will be, came to David. David took to that. And the similar case would be in Mashiach, Yireisha, Seir Oigo. That Seir. Which is Edom, will be the inheritance of Seir's enemy, which is the Jewish people, which will be taken place by, by King Mashiach. So basically, what's going to happen these steps that we're talking about, why are these steps of Machas Pasim moyov and by Mashiach Karka Kobnei Sheis and Edim how is that part Rebbe explaining now connected to this theme as the Rebbe explained that Mashiach's job is to restore Torah to its original state, the way it was Malacham HaMashiach, we can perform the mitzvahs and the Torah the way it needs to be done with the Beis HaMikdosh and with the Yeshua Allah, the Shemitim Yev, all the mitzvahs should be done in the right way. So, What does that have to do with these wars that the Possek talks about, about Mochatz Pasey and Karkov Nesheis and takes place that took place by David and are going to be taking place by Mashiach. So the Rebbe explains that that way, when we don't have the enemies interfering and obstructing the Jewish performance of Torah Mitzvahs, then the yin can do the Mitzvahs. We have to get rid of all the interferences of all the obstacles, which comes because of the goals, because of the moyo, uh, because of the Adam. And that way we will be able to uh, really do the mitzvah. Mashiach will bring <speaking> to <in> the <Hebrew> wholesomeness of Torah. Because as a result from the fact that we will be exempt, we will be free from the enslavement of the governments, of the nations who govern us. Not only will we be free, but on the contrary, Mashiach will dominate them. So that's why Yisafshir, that will give us the possibility Thing, then we are able to do and occupy ourselves in Teodomitsis properly. As the Rambam says in elsewhere, and later on in the Allah says, they will be free in the study of Torah and the wisdom. They're not going to have anybody policing them, stopping them and uh, wasting and not allowing them to do the tibetim mitzvah as the Rambam prolongs this so basically that's also part of being able to bring the Turtle back to its start to do the turtle that's part of it by taking away the dominance of the Malchius which enslave us now or and will actually be in control so Meila, we will be able to study Torah, be free to study Torah to uh, the way it, we like it. In Aishud base, the Rambam continues to explain, the Rebbe continues to explain. Aleph, the Rebbe continues to explain why the Rambam insists, I'm saying in the beginning that if you don't believe Mashiach, you're denying the Torah, not just the prophets. Why is it important over here in the laws of Mashiach to know who's a koifer that you're denying? In where he talks about who's a koifer, he should say, the different statuses. But the Rambam is important, as the Rebbe says, explains that it's the idea Moshiach is part of being able to be Mekayim Torah. That Fakert, all the revelations that we speak about in the Nevi'im are all part of the Torah because this is bringing back the Torah to its status. That's how the Rambam expresses it by telling us that Mashiach is going to bring back the Torah to its wholesomeness the way it should be. Let's look inside. So, based on this, we understand the introduction of the Rambam. <clears> the Rambam, right? Anyone who doesn't believe in him in Mashiach. Or one who does not anticipate. Wait, look forward for his coming. Not only in the other prophets that we find Hukhofer. He'll be denying that we find the prophecies in the other neviim. But rather he would be denying the Torah. He denies Mashiach. He denies the Torah. And Moshe, our teacher who gave us the Torah. And the Rambam says, He's the Torah. He's the Torah. Because it's a testified about it was the Torah, so you'd be going against the Torah. And then the Rambam proves this from the Psukim of the Shovah, Hashem will return by and then later on, and the But it would seem, Why is it so important? To the Rambam, as it relates, we're talking about the laws of Mashiach here, in Perikud Aleph and Perikud Beis. We're talking about the laws of Mashiach. So, why is it important to the Rambam, LaHadgiv, to emphasize that he's not only denying the other prophets, but in the Toyra Mashiach Rabbeinu? Why is that important now to tell us there who he's denying? That it's a denial of the Torah. Why? It would seem that it would be more appropriate for the Rambam to bring this in the laws of tshuva gabe gidrei koyfer vechulu. The Rambam discusses there what is the definition of a koifer. Over there, the Rambam should bring it down. Allah shemadish boze harambam. But what the Rambam emphasizes over here, She'in yenzeh this concept of the Melech HaMashiach, the idea of Mashiach is a Torah idea. Shehu lishleimus a toira, that he is going to bring the wholesomeness in the laws and the midst of the Torah, To bring back the kingdom of David to its old status and all the laws will come back. This is not new. This is not some new idea, new concept that has been revealed to us through the prophets. But rather this whole concept is a Torah matter and it's Moshe himself. That Torah, Gufa, the Torah itself, it's a mar, is a says, says and promises that Mashiach will come and that will be the wholesomeness of the Torah. So it's Torah testifying that the same Torah is saying that the Torah will be in a wholesome way when Mashiach comes. And on the contrary, as the Rambam says, the rest of the prophecies are all part of the Torah. That's why the Rambam concludes these words that are clear, articulated in the Torah. They include all the matters that have been said through the neviim. They call neviim al Mashiach, that all matters that were said by the prophets about Mashiach, who inyan betoyda That is a matter that's Torah itself. Nothing new. That is Torah itself. It's all included. In the wholesomeness of the observance of Torah and Mitzvah. So that is why, as the Rabbom explains now, that it's all part of Torah. That's why the Rabbom has to introduce this by saying that. Is not just the other prophets, but it's Moshe Rabbeinu, only Torah Moshe Rabbeinu, to tell us all that this is part of Torah and this is for the purpose of bringing back the Torah to its lames as it was in the time of David Hamelach, and that's Mashiach is going to bring that back. Now the Rebbe explains in Yishtud Beis. The Rebbe asked the third proof that the Rambam brings of the Ori the Rambam brings it to the next Aloha. In Aloha, aleph, he brings the two proofs. Of Hashem, Hashem, and the Parsha's Bilo. But the Raya from Oremiklod, why would the Possek say that Hashem will widen your territory to make another three Oremiklod, when there'd never be such a thing? So that means there has to be that Mashiach will come and bring it. Why did he make it in a separate Aloha? Aloha base starts with that. But the, Because we want to point out over here that the Torah itself, not only that it is clear in the Torah, but also that there is a mitzvah in the Torah, which tells us that there is going to be that idea. That's in the, there's a mitzvah of the Torah. It's not just going to go back but one of the misses of the Torah, the only way to fulfill it properly, which is the nine or Miklot, but three, three, and then you're going to have the third set of or Miklot in Yarch Vashem as Gavulcha. Let's look inside. Zehu Gam Hatam. And this is also the reason. Lekach, Shekos of Rambam Esarayim Orem Miklot, Balach for this that the Rambam writes the truth from the Orem Miklot in its own Haloch because from this, maybe loy rak raya shemefurish betoyra. He's not just bringing evidence that it's clear in the Torah. It's very clear from the Torah. Shall ye they melech haMashiach yiyah shall shleimus b'kiy matoyra mitzvus that through the melech haMashiach will come. The time will be. And there'll be a wholesomeness in the Kiyum of Torah Mitzvah because we're going to have the base Amigdosh, we're going to have Kiyumus Goliath, it's going to be Chazorus Malchus Beis Dabid Le But more than that, Elashamotsonu B'are Miklot, what we find in Ore Miklot, Sheyit Toiser Beis Mitzvah Atzma. Not that Mitzvahs are going to be coming back but there's going to be an addition, the mitzvah itself is going to be added to the mitzvah. The Torah says that you should add another three cities of refuge, and the Torah would not tell you in vain, just like that. That is to say, that the Torah says, that there has is gonna come still a time that the Torah's mitzvahs will be properly. Which means now we're gonna have the mitzvah of the additional three or a Which that means that the mitzvahs will be on the higher level, and that's the reason why the Rambam brings this out in such a way that it's a locha b'ne'atzma because. This is actually an additional point. So now we can understand. The is going to continue to explain what the Rambam writes in Aloha Gimel. The Rebbe is going to explain now that Mashiach's matter, as we have just at length explained, is to bring Torah and Mitzvah back to the Shlemus. We're not. Mashiach's aspect is not Navi. Mashiach aspect is Torah. The Torah is the test for Mashiach. If we're talking about testing a Navi, you have to test him with his prophecies. As a prophecy will it come true or not? Mashiach's job is to restore the Torah to its original place. So therefore, we're not going to. He's not required to change anything. He's not going to change anything. On the contrary, since the Torah is eternal, saying that you have to change something contradicts the eternity of Torah, the Rambam says. Let's look inside. Based on the above, we can understand what the Rambam writes in Loch What does he write? Don't, shouldn't enter your mind. The King Mashiach needs to do signs and proofs. And to come up with new things in the world. Or to resurrect the dead. Or similar. It's not so. What is the Rambam telling us? Telling us two things. He's telling us, Mashiach doesn't have to do it and we don't have to test him with that. He's rejecting two aspects about Mashiach. This is not Mashiach's matter. The aspect of Mashiach is not He is not there to make signs and proofs And to come up with new matters in the world. Number one. Number two. This would not be the test about his truthfulness. And what does he conclude? And he concludes, which the Rebbe asked before, what's the connection? Now we see the connection. He concludes. This is the main. The principle is as follows. That the Torah, our Torah, its statutes, its laws are forever, forever, ever. So now we see why the Rambam says this. Because shekiv on shek gedre vinyone shal Mashiach ukenal. Since the definition and the concept of Mashiach is as I said before, shleimus became halochus bitzuza it brings in wholesomeness in the observance of the law in the midst of the Torah, Al-Kain. Therefore, if you will enter your mind, if you think that the King Mashiach needs to do some proofs and wonders and come up with new things in the world, could they olam in order to make a change in the world? that it's a contradiction, that the Torah and its laws, its statutes and its laws are forever. Because Torah has to be forever. And here you're saying, Mashiach, whose concept is Torah, no, is not going to be forever. He has to come up and make changes. No, that's not Mashiach. Mashiach is just to bring back the Torah to the way it was. And Torah is eternal. And Torah does not. Cannot be changed. Since that's not what Mashiach is about to changing matters in the world so then you can't test them with that. That's not the test on the truthfulness of Mashiach is whether he can do a miracle or not, change the nature of the world, because that's not what Mashiach is. That's not a test for him, because he doesn't do that. The Rebbe asked before, but a Navi, from the fact a Navi is tested. Yeah. A Navi, whose job is to say prophecy, he's tested by prophecy. But Mashiach is tested by Torah, not by prophecy. Navi just as it relates to a prophet. What is the test of the truthfulness of the navi? That's the sign. The Rambam says, He says, matters that are destined to be in the world. And the words become truthful, they're verified. Shanamar, as the post verse says, if you say, how do we know the prophet comes? The Post says that it's true. So if it's going to say, and it's going to come true, we know it's a true love. As mentioned earlier in the end of Sivov, that is, how do we test his truthfulness? In what he is to do. Novi. He is a Novi. He's a prophet. I see this. His thing is that he says. Matter of the future. Similarly we can also understand. With regards to Mashiach. Even though. That he's also going to be. A great prophet. Not only is he going to be a great prophet, but the Yesen, we call him, even more <clears throat> than the other, and then all the Neviim, he's going to be almost close in prophecy to Moshe Rabbeinu. But yet, what is his, the fine? what's his matter, he's King Mashiach, he's not Novi Mashiach, he's King Mashiach. Now move on. And therefore it's understood. The Rambam continues in Halochidalid. Rambam continues. So what is going to be the test? What's going to be the sign for his truthfulness? Who? If he himself, his aspect, who to Viki is the Torah. He represents Vashiach Torah and its fulfillment. And therefore, the Rambam writes: If a king arises from the house of David, studies Torah, occupies the Mitzvah, as the written and the oral Torah follows the Torah fully. And he impacts a wholesomeness how the Yidden do the mitzvahs. As he says, the Rabbam continues. He will force all Yidden to follow the Torah and mitzvahs. And to strengthen it, the Yilcha Hashem, and he'll wage, wage the wars of Hashem. Cool. So, how is the Yilcha Hashem associated to the It says that I've said before. Because as mentioned earlier, that waging the war of Hashem is also a detail in bringing the wholesomeness of Kim in order to observe the, the mitzvahs, which is to remove the uh, those who don't allow us and force us from the nations distract us. So this will be taken away. Hashem. This can only tell us that he is the assumption, assumed to be the Mashiach. Ulam, however, maybe the but when he actually brings to the wholesomeness of the fulfillment of the Torah and Mitzvahs, actually, practically, the Aitzvah continues over there if he has done so, and he was successful, he won, was victorious, he beat all the nations that are around him, and he built the Migdash in its place, and he gathered all those who were pushed away in Gaulus, the Israeli Oz Dathkem, Harizam Shir Babade. So only then it's Shir Babade. Because then we'll actually see Shekein Oz Khajru Khalamishpotin, Kikhom mitzva muriba toyra. Then all the laws will return, as the mitzvah and the toyra. It will be slain as my allochas, the kima mitzvayot. There will be this wholesomeness in the alochis and the observers of the Torah in Poyot. In Oish uh, Yudaled, the Rebbe continues to explain that the details that the Rambam discusses in Aloha Dalid about Mashiach actually fit with the four steps that the Rambam has brought earlier from the prophecy of Bilam, the four different steps with regards to David and Mashiach and those are the four steps that connect in Allah Adalet which Mashiach is going to do and the Rebbe is going to show you have the step of Mashiach himself you have the step number two which Mashiach impacts the Jewish people, his relation to the Jewish people. Step number three is conquering the nations, and step number four is actually inheriting the nations, which is a bigger step, as the Rebbe will explain. Let's look inside. Yeah. Yes, was a, We can add to this. harambam that the proofs that the Rambam brought beforehand on the statement that Mashiach will bring back the Torah to its and the kingdom of David to its original. They're not just merely for the general concept, this idea that the that the Rambam shares in the beginning of the pedig that King Mashiach is destined to stand up, he'll bring back it to its original, to its first governance, the mitzvah of There's more to that. That Lashen, also details that we discuss who Mashiach is, Those Pesukim match up in parallel. He brings them for this as well. Which explains better now why the Rambam has to go through all these four details because these four details are necessary components of what Mashiach is. And when the Rambam, therefore the Rambam in his proof from the Portion of Bilam, he also brings down Shnei Amashiach and David Mashiach, in which the prophecy that he prophesized about the two Mashiach, which is David Mashiach, as Arba Saprotim Vainyonim Mizgalusa Mashiach, the four details and the four aspects that in the nevua of Bilam that fit with. What Mashiach is going to do that the Rambam writes in Alocha Dalid, viz Galusim shel Mashiach, in the revelation of Mashiach, ukimefurish, and like the Rambam says, veshom niba, that over there he prophesized, shezehu hemshech shalah hazir malchus David liyeshno. This is a follow-up to bringing back the kingdom of David is there is the prophecy what's going to take place. So So, there's four psukim there, but generally there's three categories, three steps. three of them. Aleph, David and Mashiach, Asma. David and Mashiach himself, Bez, their impact and their kingdom as it relates to the Yidn in the Yidn, and their impact and their kingdom on the nation of the world. So, in this third category, it splits into two in this third matter, the way it impacts the world, there are two times, two periods, and there's two aspects to it, and that's why the third one has two, so we have a total of four, now the Rebbe explains this, in the what is Mashiach on themselves, that is, the Rambam writes, Yamid Melech Mibeis David, that a king from the house of David will stand up. He will study Torah, and he will occupy himself in mitzvus. David as his father David, as the instructions of the written and the oral Torah. That matches up with the very first pasuk in the prophecy. So this is clear in the Torah. That's the Nivua Nibah, Shabniba, the word it says, Ar who's him, I see him. Ere I see him. David. So we're talking about here the person. We're talking about Mashiach himself, David himself. Ashurenu which means Ere I see him. In the second posse, it's the Melech HaMashiach. So that means that first posse, Ashurenu, Ar-enu and Ashurenu, Ashurenu le'ato, Ashurenu le'ato, and Ashurenu le'ikorov, is discussing David and Mashiach. Hanavu al-David and Mashiach asma. That's the prophecy about David and Mashiach themselves. The first posse. The second part, the Rambam writes in Halocha, Dalet, is the Yaakov called Yisrael Leilichba Ulachazik Bitkov? That Mashiach will force the Yidden to follow the Torah, to strengthen the Torah. That's how the Mashiach and David impact the Yidden. Their activity and their kingdom in the Yidden. Okay, foolish and this is very clearly the flow following in the POSIK of before after this discussing Mashiach himself. The POSIK says, a star will step forth from Yaakov Zadavid, become Shevet Israel, and then a ruler will stand from Yisrael." So we're discussing Yaakov, we're discussing Yisrael. Zamelach Hamashiach, which is Mashiach, moira ala That points to the connection to the Yehud, Yaakov and Israel. shevet The star from Yaakov, the shevet from Yisrael. And the Rebbe adds additional point here in the bracket that actually there is an advantage. If you look closely to the pasuk, you will see that there is an advantage. The posik to the Melech HaMashiach over the posik that David HaMelech. In both, the language is Koichov, Miyakov, versus Shevet Miyisrael. By David, it's a star, and it's only Yaakov. That's not the elevated name. But by him, it's a Shevet, it's a king, which is more than a Koichov. And it's Israel. Let's look in the brackets. In here, in this verse, also is expressed the wholesomeness, and the advantage of King Mashiach, which is Mashiach acher in the line of Mashiach, the relative to the first Mashiach. Al David Namar with regards to David. The language is number one, Aleph, Koichov. It calls him a star, a star. Star means he's a star, meaning that he is exalted, he's raised, he's beyond other people. Because that's really what a star is. A star, as we understand from the words of the Rambam, when he discusses the stars, literally. He says, all the stars and the spheres, they are all possessed, a soul, minds, understanding, and And the, the understanding, the knowledge of the K'chavim, is greater than the So we say a star, means that there is a greater knowledge than the other. So when we call somebody a star, we're talking about greatness. And we're also saying, The word, the name Yaakov, when Yidin are called Yaakov, that points to the Yidin, not the way they are in the ultimate greatness, because their greatness is Yisrael. So this is the way we describe the On the other hand, Abu Lagabi Mashiach but with regards to Mashiach, he says, become Shavit. Shavit means a stick, a ruler, Shapirushikabshute, Ridom Moshal. Literally, it means a king who rules and dominates. Shazab Bigiliitzel Mashiach. That is openly by Mashiach. Because we see this that Amam writes, the yoke of Kod Yisrael." He'll so use sort of a stick. He'll force the Yidden to follow the Torah to strengthen it. So we have the word Shavit versus Koichav. Koichav means elevated, but Shevet means a ruler dominance. And we also have Yisrael in the pusik shema Amayilah Yisrael. This is the advantageous name of the Yidden, which is Yisrael. So we see in this pusik when we discuss the relationship from. The second part, part, the Mashiach and David with the yidn, And we also see as the the advantage from Mashiach over David. What's the step number three? The third posik, the third part of the posik is in the Halacha David, the Rambam writes, Hashem, who, He wages the war of Hashem. This is what Mashiach is going to do. That's the Nibo if he did so he succeeded and he was beat all the umis that are around him so this third part that we talk about Mashiach is also in the first aloche in the third posse the third part it's not a separate posse but the third part in the posse then the postage, um, mochatz, David crushed the pasim Moyev Is David? and Rama brings the pasuk to support that David is the one that crushed moyim, And then the second part of the pasuk, "Karka kovne sheis," is the melech haMashiach, she nemar boy, u'moshle Yom adiyom, Yomad Yom that he'll Yomad Yom. This is the third aspect in Alocha Dalad with regards to Mashiach, Melchemes Hashem, that we find by David and by Mashiach. And here too, just like before, we found the advantage of Melch HaMashiach over David, over David that it's Koich of But by Mashiach it says, "Shevet miYisro." But here we see the same thing. We see an advantage by Melech Mashiach. See the advantage of Melach HaMashiach. It's a Dovid by David. It says only number one, Mochats. Mochats means to crush, and it's only specific to Moyov. one nation. But Vilu Eitzel Mashiach Nemar says Karkar is a more inclusive. It's a stronger word than the just crush. And it's also not talking only about mud base, we're talking about Kobanei all the sons of Şeş, which is Ashlita Alkolo Umis, dominance of all the Umis. So it's a more, greater dominance, greater portion of the world. Oyka loshin or take the language that the Rambam proves the Mashiach and David from the Psukim. Is look the language what is used in Novit, the Eitzel David it says, by Yach, smite, and Bez, it says, Modav. But the Mashiach, compare that to what it said by Mashiach, he will rule, me yom ad yom, from see to sea, that you see that So we see that level of greatness that applies to the Melech HaMashiach, both in the nevuah of Bilam and also as the Rambam's proof from the way it's expressed in the Nebih. And the step number four is Vi'isaken <inaudible> es that the Rambam writes in Alocha Dalit, the fourth thing, that he will fix the world, the entire world, to serve Hashem together. as the Possig says, then I will turn to the nations, a very clear language. They will all call in the name of Hashem to work one shoulder together, everybody together. That last part, fourth part in the Rambam is the fourth poshuk or the fourth idea that the Rambam brings down. It's actually the next poshuk in the, the prophecy over there. It says, Behoyo will be an inheritance of David. Shem arvati David As it says that Adam was to David four slaves. And then and the Seir will become the inheritance of his enemy of the eden So they will go up saved to the Mount Seir. The Eden will be there and these Pesukim are the uh that's already the world coming into its correction when the Yidden are the ones that inherit the Seir and other. And again, over here too, we see the advantage that Rebbe says of Mashiach in the language of the Pesukim from Mashiach over David. Also, in this, in these Pesukim from the quote here. We can see the advantage of Mashiach ben Yigal David Namar. In regards to David, it says Vahoya Edem Yireisha. That Edem will be Yireisha. How is the Posik in Novi, it turns out Shazem is bati BeKach? How does this express that Edem will be Yireisha? Shabbat He Edem dovid, Lavodim. As the Posik it says they were Avodim. But the Eitzel Mashiach it says Vahoya Yireisha. Sayir, not just the Edom Oyvah. Loirak, i not just the people of the city. But could I remember the pasuk, ba'olu meshim barzin lishpedes haraisom. Shas What is the end of the pasuk? It says, That Hashem will be the kingdom. It is much greater than just saying that they're going to be avodim, but it's going to be Hashem amlucha. So finally, the Rebbe explains now so the Rebbe explains now the difference between these two steps by by Mashiach Between impacting the world, whether you're dominating them by force or then eventually the fourth level means to turn them around that they themselves become followers. Let's look inside. So, what is the advantage of this fourth matter over the third? Yilchem Ilchemes Hashem. When we talk about within Halacha Dalad, the Rambam writes that Mashiach will wage wars of Hashem, and then when it's and then you have conquering the nations, as expressed in the pasuk, umoshloy miyomad yom. in so that we will understand from umoshloi khulu yeresha and then it says vi yugan vi those are the languages used by for mashiach in the Novi, the pasuch is umoshlay miyom yom. And also, it'll be Yerusha, Yerusha Seir, these languages. And the same thing is we, in the Rambam, in Aloha Da'al, use Loshu V'yilchem, V'isak in a This is Buduk Masachidosh, this is similar to the novelty be Yerusha, Lagabe Kibush. What is the advantage, what happens when you inherit versus just conquering? Similar to these two aspects that we find with regard to Eretz Yisrael. It was taken both through conquering and inheritance. When we talk about war and being victorious, which means conquering by war, this the first step. Or in the Navi, it's expressed by Musli, dominance, shlito, dominance. This is contrary to the existence and the wishes of the one you conquer. He doesn't want to be there. He doesn't want to be conquered. When you conquer him, you dominate. That's the karkar of That's step number three. we talk about inheritance, Yerusha, we talk about Yerusha. it becomes inheritance. then it's the contrary. that you inherit a matter which is close and belongs to you. It's not you conquer and you dominate right somebody else. So on, this is also in the Loshan of Rambam in Aloha Dalad as it expresses itself in what Mashiach will do move on Achidush to understand the novelty And Hashem when we talk about that he will fix the world Mashiach to serve Hashem together over all how this is more greater and better than Vilchum that he will wage the wars of Hashem and he will be victorious all over, over all the nations that are around him they themselves recognize the true kingdom of King Mashiach that's the advantage that it's not by force but actually, you turn them around and that they appreciate, they recognize Mashiach. As hinted and explained in the end of the censor, the censor omitted, didn't allow for this to be printed. So it says like this, when Mashiach goes up the MS, the true, and he'll be successful, will be raised, and he will be exalted. So, immediately they will return and they'll find out, they'll know that their father inherited falsehood, and that their prophets and their fathers have. Made them mistaken, benifal b'hem, and it'll be impacted them likrei kulam, m'shem Hashem lo d'ishchem echad, so that they all will call name Hashem, serve Hashem shechem echad. So basically, the idea of the step number four is to inherit to turn around for them to see that what they have been told is false and they will appreciate the Melech HaMashiach and that's the level of Yireisho which is greater than the level of Yilchim that precedes it and that we see how all the Halochas in the Perikudal, the Rebbe has explained it the Rebbe concludes Yidei Haamuno. Through the complete belief, the wholesome belief in the coming of Mashiach. As the Torah says, Mashiach will come. And we anticipate, we look forward for his coming. I wait for him every day that he comes. We can say that this included in waiting for Mashiach. It included that when you learn about Mashiach, that is waiting for Mashiach. Though this itself, this anticipation. And this waiting is Brings close and hastens his coming. In a way of and the post says, quickly and very soon. So this is concludes the first Sikha that we learned in the Dvar Malkus and Amit Shashem we shall continue in the following week.